Disclaimer, this podcast features explicit language and discussions sexual in nature. It may contain subjects uncomfortable to some. Please understand that the opinions shared on this podcast are not a representation of any organization or employer the host may be a part of. Spoiler alert. We discuss details of Barbie, Oppenheimer, and the Empire Strips Back. Hold on, I'm going to do a nice little uh, clap for the GoPro. <laughs> Remember that, Jenny? You remember that, okay? Okay. Remember? I remember. Do you remember the Star Wars? They're trying to destroy us. They are? Our whole species? They can't do that. Yeah, they can. Remember the Death Star blowing up Alderaan? Ooh, Alderaan, I remember. But, uh, yeah, so last time we got together, we were on all in our own offices. I hope you all enjoyed that version of the podcast. It was actually pleasant to edit. We weren't talking, when we were talking over each other, I could just, like, literally edit out. I could just silence one Yeah, I'm sure the audience was like, oh, their conversation's the same, but oh my goodness, when they're they're in their separate office spaces, it just makes it so much easier to watch. Oh, yeah. Your podcast? I mean, in a way, it does make it easier. Like, um, for instance, like, all of us could be pantless. Who knows? Yeah, we could have no pants on. I don't have pants on. I currently don't have pants on either. I have pants on. <laughs> I mean, logistically, it makes sense because it saves uh, driving a little bit. It does. So <laughs> we we don't all live together. So some of us do have to travel to the studio. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of traveling, what kind of universe did you have to travel to to get that shirt that you're wearing? Seattle. Yeah, but th- I mean, where at in Seattle? Where'd you get this extravagant T-shirt? Oh, the Empire Strips Back. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> yes. Please tell us more about this. this t- yeah. So, I got to go see the Empire Strips Back. It's a burlesque show. It's a Star Wars parody. They say that they're not, like, affiliated at all with, like, Lucasfilms or anything like that. But, I mean, they, they have the Star Wars music. They do, like, the iconic, like, screen roll. I, you know, I, I feel like there has to be some sort of, like, agreement. They're using all the character names and the character likeness. I'm surprised there's not, like, any copyright infringement. Well, there. yeah, I mean, well, no affiliation doesn't mean that they're not paying royalties. Like, they probably do have to pay some form of royalties for... What? But it, it did. I did see in the title it says uh, burlesque parody. Anyway, who cares about that? <laughs> Let's talk about star, sexy Star Wars. What? Oh my gosh! So what does that mean? <laughs> oh, it's the show was amazing. The show it was the costumes are really well done. The music is great. I mean, you have like ACDC, Beastie Boys, Plain White Tees, a lot of great hits. It's really well done. The The group that does it, they traveled the world. So if it is coming to like a city near you, I highly recommend going to see it. If they do come back like to Seattle next year, I will definitely pay to go see it again, even if it's the same exact show. But to answer your question of what, <laughs> what is sexy Star Wars, Oh, man. (laughs) So 
Like, you is there a plot? Was there a, a story going along with the show? Or is it just Star Wars-themed burlesque dancers? Like, what's going on? So they, they are taking some very iconic characters from the movies, and that they're kind of playing on some of the scenes. But everything is like a strip tease. So you have the very sexy, and I've never said this before, the very sexy, like, Imperial Guard. which i mean typically they're just like just giant red cloaked nothing but for instance like they're dancing um and they have like on the side of their robes it's cut all the way up and they're not wearing anything like underneath so they're kind of like playing with that risque very risque the stormtroopers you know their their armor gets like cut off right below their like their chests so they're revealing a lot more they're wearing fishnets they slowly take off their armor you have darth vader yeah oh my gosh you you do have some characters that like you've never thought of in like a very sexy way uh maybe you have i don't want to like kink shame or star wars shame jabba the hut jabba the hut is in it and oh my wait i I was joking (laughs) so they do have a giant like worm suit no, it's like a life-size robot. Like it's like a replica of Jabba the Hutt, and I, I'm like debating like should I spoil it or like, uh, he's rapping to Notorious B.I.G. Like they're playing the song, like one of his songs, and he's what? like sitting there like, <laughs> like puffing, rapping as okay. like Slave Leia is doing like the striptease. Okay. Wow, that oh, is yeah. hilarious. Okay. Okay. And awesome. Yeah. And okay. then <laughs> he, they portray him as like this gangster rapper that's like, this is my this is my bitch and she's stripping for me. And I'm smoking a blunt and I'm listening to Notorious B.I.G. Yes. That's, wow. Yeah. Big old slug boy. Big old slug boy. And then so obviously like you have like set changes and as like the sets are changing, you have Lando's cousin Eric come out on the scene and he is a comedian and he kind of tells some star Wars jokes and the jokes are so hilarious. Like I literally had like tears running down my face. They were so funny. And then it's like right back to like sexy star Wars. <laughs> Just jumped right back to it. I, I was kind of like going into it. I was like, okay, like uh. sounds like a wide range of emotions for a burlesque show. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It, and this, like, uh, Seattle's, like, definitely ruining me because I'm, like, I feel like every show I go to is, like, oh, this is, like, I don't know how anyone's going to be able to, like, compete with this. So, like, burlesque, this, I I don't think burlesque can get any better. I'm sure it can. Star, so, Star Wars, that sounds cool, though. I've never been to a burlesque show, so. I... Yeah, but for a Star Wars fan, when you're, like, oh, the Star Wars brand of it. It's their favorite. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I like my Millennium Falcon waffle maker. I will say there is a scene where a, like, female Luke Skywalker is, like, car washing, like, Luke Skywalker's, like, first little speeder thing that he has in, like, A New Hope. She's, like, car washing it, and she's, like, getting her hair wet and, like, doing the classic, like, flinging her hair back. And oh, then, my like, God. It's, uh, <laughs> okay. obviously, she's wearing white, so she's getting water on herself. Yeah, it's. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's pretty cool. Sexy. Yeah. 
<laughs> so what have you guys been up to? Not washing speeders in our sexy tattooing outfits. We don't have those. Editing podcasts and watching a bunch of juicy news stories and stuff on the internet. You guys didn't go see the Barbie movie? We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did. We saw the Barbie movie. I did too. I thought that it was very great for a movie that's based on a doll. When she first initially asked if we wanted to go see it, I was like, I don't want to go see it. And then I watched the trailer and realized Ryan Gosling is in it, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go see it. <laughs> no, but I watched the trailer, yeah. and I thought it was pretty funny. So I was like, I kind of want to go see it. I mean, Barbie was very, like, the doll was very influential in my life because I had a sister that was, like, only two years younger than me, so... We would play with Barbies together. A lot of the, the jokes in there and the Barbie themes were accurate to, like, the actual Barbies that existed in the past. <laughs> I didn't have Barbies growing up. Really? Well, because it was me and my brother, so we had a lot of Transformers. Nice. Oh. Transformers are awesome, though. I had Transformers, too. What's your favorite Barbie? My favorite Barbie is the, you know, the w- weird Barbie that you, like, shave the head off of and, like, you rip an arm off and you, like, color all over? Yeah. That was my oh, favorite Barbie. Oh, I, I loved that I in the created. Movie. What I, was her name? Weird Barbie. Weird, weird Barbie. Barbie. Yeah. I love Weird Barbie. I made the Weird Barbie happen. Hi, I'm Weird Barbie. I am in the splits. I have a funky haircut and I smell like basement. Oh, my God. I had a Weird Barbie. Yeah, you did. You make them weird by playing too hard. It's cool. Okay, I I literally cannot picture anything except for like Toy Story, like Sid. Prepare the OR. Stop. <laughs> Patient is prepped. One's ever attempted a double bypass brain transplant before. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> Torturing toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I see where you're going. He there. just has like the legs with like the fishing rod or something on it. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, it's the Barbie legs. I thought it was. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was okay. I walked out of it like, haha. Like, yeah. It was. I, it was a good watch. I went and saw it. We. I think the day before we went and saw Oppenheimer, so obviously it was like very serious. And then you got to go kind of see this movie that you can just kind of relax and watch. And yeah, I would imagine watching Barbie after Oppenheimer would be like a good light in the mood. Yeah, feeling. (laughs) One of my favorite things in that movie was the fact that they had excellent trans representation in there. Wait, what do you mean? One of the Barbies was trans. She was a trans woman. What? Yeah. Uh, I forgot That's the one that uh, Ryan Gosling said that she was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Trans women everywhere are freaking jealous of her. Oh, yeah. She had Ryan Gosling look in her face and go, you're beautiful. Like, even if it was in a movie. What an experience. Yes. Ryan Gosling looking into your eyes telling you that. Oh. Mm. Envy. But yeah, there was a trans Barbie. Nice. I'm sure the internet thought that was perfectly fine. Oh, uh, yeah, they did. Uh, there was uh, a, a mass wave of uh, support, and nobody had anything negative to say. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I actually didn't know that until after seeing it. I read somewhere on the internet that 
there was a trans girl in the in the movie and it, it listed like literally verbatim what I had said like it, it was the the scene where he's looking up at her you're beautiful and I was like oh my god wow I didn't even know you know right it's like it, it they didn't make a big deal about it they didn't like beat you over the face they didn't they didn't beat you over the head with her transness it wasn't a part of the plot it just just so happens one of the actresses one, was trans yeah. you know one it, of the barbies was trans okay yeah i okay i do and everybody it makes now. it sound like there's some agenda behind that and it's like no she just played a role in a movie this uh, this uh this actress though she's like starting to become in like a lot of things she, i think she was in a tv show i was just got done watching too i've looked up the imdb of barbie movie and all the actors and actresses that played barbie and ken they are listed as barbie and ken I think everyone did a wonderful job as a role they were cast. You all as. did an amazing job playing inanimate dolls. Yeah, i I think that's like my biggest thing is that it's a movie about dolls. I mean, I don't really understand like why everyone on the internet's like super critical. Like, it's a movie about dolls. I would understand if someone was like meticulously looking at. Oppenheimer, a historical movie under a magnifying glass, and going, no, that didn't happen. That's not right. I could, I could get that. When you start poking at at uh, at like patriarchy and poking fun at that kind of stuff, people get their feelings hurt. You know, like, I, well, that's men's territory. They get you know, upset when you when you start making fun of like <laughs> men being manly and stuff. And I, I think that was like my favorite part when like. <laughs> He was like, oh, the patriarchy. And he's like, yeah, they, they have horses. It's amazing. It's and then he was like, oh, I, I lost interest once I found out that the patriarchy has nothing to do with horses. Like, oh I was gosh. only in invested for the horses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I loved him in that role. I thought he was hilarious. Ken was probably my favorite part of the movie. I'll, I'll beat you off right now. Yeah, I'll beat you off right now. If I wasn't severely injured, I would beat you off right now, Ken. Ken was never sold as a doll. Ken was an accessory for Barbie. I think they did sell just Kens, right? They were called like GI Joes. I didn't. I didn't have GI Joes either. I had, I had Transformers, and I had Legos. Because GI Joes were originally dolls. So some people went to enjoy the movie some people went knowing that hey this is a this is a fun humorous movie about these dolls leaving their fantasy life and coming to the real world and other people i guess were upset about that i guess the movie was offensive to some people well some people went to the movie intending to hyper critically analyze a Barbie movie, a Barbie movie, a movie like, about a doll. That's like hypercritically analyzing like Shrek or something. Oh, my producers <laughs> dragged me to this movie. Oh, you're talking about like Ben Sap Sapiro? Uh, Ben Shapiro. Shapiro. I don't know. Shathid. He's part of the Ben 10 crew. 
No, he's actually a magical little elf. Mm. It, so Ben Shapiro claimed to be dragged to this movie, right? Is that what he said? Yeah, he was dragged to yeah, go to the movie. That's what he. That's what he said. But I mean, to be honest, his producers or whatever. I don't know if he has producers. He probably does. But I mean, everyone saw it as a oh, this is low hanging fruit. Awesome. Have him go to the movie, make a bunch of notes, try to find ways to be really upset. I mean, I don't, again, I don't really understand it. I, I go to the movie just to relax and escape my everyday life, right? And just have a good time. But I think when you build your brand around just being angry at anything that's woke, you're going to go and seek out stuff to be upset about. Yeah. That must be yeah. a very... That must be a very peaceful and enjoyable life. No stress. Constantly having to look for things to lash out at. Yeah. I bet you they yeah. have no stress <laughs> at all. None at all. This is fine. I'm okay with the events that are unfolding currently. That's the kind of life that, like, everyone wants to lead. They just want to, like, they don't want to go to movies to enjoy them. They want to go to movies to hate on it and be disgusted. They don't want to go to, like events to enjoy themselves they just want to report on how disgusting and horrible it was like i i kind of think i find it fascinating that people will spend their lives uh going to things that they don't enjoy to to report on it what it's did hilarious he, what did he say what did what did he did he hate anything about the movie i mean yeah there i mean he burned a bunch of barbie dolls so he must have hated the movie he um, burned barbie dolls yeah he said it was like the biggest piece of dog shit he has ever seen. And then he corrected himself and he was like, no, this is like dog shit that had, I don't know, dogs shit out multiple shits and it got taken to a landfill. Really? Are you paraphrasing? There was a huge, very weird, like, I think like 30 second speech. Half of it was like bleeped out where he's just talking about shit. And are you for real? Yeah, I think like he's kind of. Uh, Maybe he's got a. I'll put thing. the clip yeah. in. I'll put the clip in. Yeah, I, okay. I think I think he might be into some other things, but it was a very weird tangent. He like set the Barbies on fire, and then he went into this weird like shit tangent. This movie is not just a piece of. Shit. This movie is a flaming piece of dog piled atop a landfill filled with dog. Shit. I just want to know, like, where does it stop? Like, do you wake up and you're like, oh, the, the Twix are spun in the right direction instead of, like, the left direction. Now I'm angry and, like, oh, the popcorn has to be made with, like, butter that's good for you. And, oh, my gosh, like, now we don't have paper towels in the restroom. We just have, like, the, the Dyson ones. And, <laughs> like, where, where do you just stop being angry? Is that all he does? Does he does he just go to okay movies and? Oh no, he he also like travels around and he'll like talk at universities and try to like get people to be mad and debate him in a live setting. There, oh great. Yeah, I guess you have to. The real question is, what is he truly angry about? I just hate his voice. I've never watched any of his videos. I've watched some of his clips. I don't I don't hate him. I feel bad for these people that like literally spend their lives doing stuff they don't enjoy. Well, 
while people still love drama and bad news and people shit talking each other, like people like him will forever have a stage to stand on because that's what people like. Yeah. People like shitty things. And they sell it like also in like a package, right? So you have him. It's like the conservative package. So you have him, you have Brett Cooper, you have Tommy Lauren. You just buy the whole like conservative bundle. <laughs> the conservative bundle. <laughs> the conservative bundle. Order oh, now man. and save. But like just just keep in mind, right? I, I imagine these people all started off doing different things and they were like throwing stuff out there to see what like what would stick, like Hi, join me for my baking channel where I make cookies in a treehouse. And then everyone's <laughs> like, no, fuck off. We don't want to hear that. I was like, okay, well. But the moment you start shit-talking someone yeah. and you stir up drama, ooh, oh. now people are watching. I can't believe that they said that. And, it, like, it validates you, right? They're like, oh, okay, I can make money off of doing this. Like, let me just continue to do it. Let me just continue to shit on people yeah. and make money off of the harm that I'm doing to other people. So, like, I think there's some people out there that just, they don't believe any of the stuff that they're saying. And then there's, like, people out there that, like, they might believe it a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's it's a business. Like, they're getting money from yep. doing this. So, they're going to continue to, to do it. I mean. Yeah. Which, so, if, of course, he went to go to the Barbie movie to shit on it. Yeah, like, right. that's his job. His job is to shit on things. Which, if they're doing it for the money, then they must feel really shitty about themselves. <laughs> and yeah. if they don't, one day... They probably sleep okay at night. Yeah, one one day they will. And maybe they won't. But that's okay, because that doesn't have to affect everyone else's life, because there's obviously a block button for a reason. Yeah, you don't have to, you you don't don't have have to expose yourself to that yeah. content. But just keep in mind, if you want to see a movie that has, like, no controversy whatsoever, see this movie about a bomb <laughs> featuring the main character, a bomb, and watch this bomb be dropped and do bomb things. So be I, the bomb. I thought a lot of the movie was leading up to the bomb. Yes. Um, I will say jokingly aside like my honest review of it was i very much liked it because it focused on the like emotional side like the struggle of like some scientists like hey this is not morally correct to do yeah um other scientists like very much like wanting to end the war and save lives others just wanting to pursue Science. science and then i don't want to spoiler alert very powerful scene is when they actually get word that it was successful, that they dropped it in Japan. You see a lot of the military people celebrating and, you know, having a party and they're, they're going wild. And then you see the scientists like throwing up and like having panic attacks because they know like what mm. they, like what just happened. Yeah. Cause they actually understood like, on a physiological level, what just happened. Yeah. Some of these scientists that create these things that are used in in war or um, uh, in bombs or technology or anything that's, like, destructive, they don't have any idea that's going to be used in it. And then they find out later, and it's like, holy shit, it's devastating. 
like just before we graduated, there was a um, one of our engineering professors, very seniored. He actually kind of gave us a speech of like always be mindful of what you're doing. Like don't, even though you can do it, don't necessarily do it. Think about it. For instance, there was a very interesting story. They they made a, a device that would actually pick up like what is being said in the room based on the vibrations of the glass. So you could be very far away and then like it would monitor the vibrations of the glass and you could piece together the conversation. Wow. That sounds really cool. Like for me, I'm like, wow, that's so cool. Like I would love to work on that. That's, that's such a neat concept and the science behind it is truly amazing. However, then they later found out like when they were doing this and obviously it was used for intelligence and stuff like that, they were blasting so much like RF frequencies like at this window that like everyone in the room, they were getting exposed to like harmful levels and like causing like cancer. Holy shit. So it's and a very, very amazing quote of Oppenheimer is theory will take us only so far. And there is like, you can spend all day in like, a room and come up with these theories, but you truly don't know what's going to happen until you go from theory to the real world. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of, you kind of discover what happens. <laughs> yeah. Science. Science. Yes. Yeah, science. So we are talking about influencers and stuff. Let's, uh, let's branch away from like those, you know, shit talkers and get to something actually juicy and fun. Adam 22 is kind of trending right now for his lack of smashing. He's also very popular for his No Jumper podcast. He's also a really great podcaster. I watch his podcast. He's good at, like, interviewing. But apparently, he's a cuck. So, let's backtrack. What happened? Adam22 is married to a very famous um, adult industry... Performer. Performer. Um, her name is Lena the Lena the Plug? What is her name? Lena the Plug. Lena the Plug. Adam 22 is married to an adult performer. Now, Adam 22 is also an adult performer. He evidently has had a lot of sex with a lot of different women. Also performers. Also performers, all in a very performance setting. However, one line that he drew in the sand, evidently, was that he wasn't going to let his wife have any sort of sexual interactions with another guy other than him pause that's shitty unpause however as like shitty as that might sound that we might not agree with it evidently some sort of conversation consent happened and then he allowed her to have her very first adult scene without him he was there and then the internet like went crazy and called him a cuck of course they did. But it's like okay the other way, right? Yeah. So it's okay for him to have sex with hundreds of women. But it's as soon as like she does it with one guy, it's like, oh no, like he's a cuck. Haha, make fun well, of him. Well, you got to remember women belong to men, of course. You know? So that's, that's, uh, the patriarchy. Well, the patriarchy. Yeah. Well, yeah, kind of like we, men we're in horses. reverse world because remember. Ken is an accessory for Barbie. Mm. Yes. In the real world, women are accessories for men. We gotta speak in doll terms. Barbie is an accessory for Ken, and so are horses. 
Here's a very simple question. Ask away. If a guy watches his wife or girlfriend get fucked by another man, that, like, makes him a cuck, right? I th- I think the terminology is someone that's enjoying that. Like, that's that's their fetish. They enjoy watching their loved one with another partner. Right. I don't personally understand it. I don't know what neurons it's firing up for them. For some men, they use it as, like, humiliation. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's yeah. a, It's a fetish. But my point is, like... But why is it humiliating? Isn't porn in general just, like, you watching, like, two people fuck in general? Like, well, you're not doing any of the fucking. In right. The, in the word cuck, it needs to be a weak or servile man. That's important. And that, that's where, like, that's where the the fetish comes into play, right? That's that's like, oh, like, I'm not manly enough to have sex with my own wife, and, like, I have to be, like, you know, yes. degraded, and I have to watch, like, this more endowed man, and he's able to pleasure her in ways that I can, and I'm just a little cuck, but, like... Which well, is, yeah. But that doesn't make any sense in, in their situation. They're both performers. They're all performers, right? And they're doing their job. Honestly, I think for him, it was a business. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it was like, oh, hey, we can make a lot of money doing this. Let's do it. Like, like it, they're doing their jobs. I don't even think it was so much, like, him getting pleasure out of watching, like, someone else give pleasure to his wife. Like, I think it was just a business, like, hey, let's look at the numbers. If we do this, like, our numbers will shoot up. We will trend, which yeah. they are. Yeah, and any drama that they can stir up only brings it more attention. Yeah. yeah. So that's only going to make them more money. I'm very curious and like seeing like their numbers before this like happened and then after this because like it's a business. Yeah, y'all could the call day. them a cuck, but they're laughing. They're laughing. They're probably like, "Ha, all you little cucks, like we just made 5 million. We're we're yeah. laughing all the way to the bank." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh good good for them. I'm glad that he's confident enough in their relationship that he's comfortable letting her do that. Like, yeah. I feel like that's fair. Yeah. And yeah. To be honest, like I have never heard of these people until this came out. Oh, I have. And I was like, I've never people? heard of them either. And that's because I watched the no jumper podcast. I only know about Tate because of you. <laughs> and the whole Andrew Tate thing, like to be fair, I did get bored and clicked off of it. But to be fair, I did watch a little bit of like, the video where Andrew Tate calls him a cuck, but it in the very beginning, he is actually like, Oh, I'm not like, like I don't want to disrespect anyone. Like I don't want to disrespect your wife or your relationship. He says it actually like two or three times. And I kind of feel like the conversation was like leading to try to get Andrew Tate to call Adam 22 a cuck. So I kind of got bored and I clicked off of it. I was like, whatever. Oh, like kind of like baiting it. It's all clickbait. I mean that this, the, the whole interaction between them may be staged for all we know yeah i mean i don't even know why they care about this freaking adam 22 was on no jumper and had a gun pulled on him during his interview what i did not hear about that but i did hear about him being a little cuck yeah (laughs) there you go see like where gun violence that was forgotten about yeah oh my god he let his wife fuck somebody in this industry jealousy and possessiveness We'll get you nowhere. This is, like, definitely an 18 and up episode. Holy shit. (laughs) We recently got a Minecraft server. That is true. So, 
if you want to join our Discord and join our Mi Minecraft server and <laughs> maybe in the future watch Nikki explain Minecraft to me, and also be sure to check out our website, unnaturalism.com. There is all of our links. There are Twitch links, social media links, all of our episodes, all of our content. You can buy us a coffee on Kofi. I'm told that the more coffee you buy Jenny and Nikki, the more feet pics that they post. Yes. It's your girl Barbie, and I will see you soon. Until next time. I'm Barbie. It's your guy, Ken, just hanging out with a couple of Barbies. Uh, stay kinky and attend the next beach off. I'll, I'll totally beat you off. I think some of your fans might be a little jealous of all the beaching off happening. I know. We've, we're, we all beached off today. I'll beach off with you any day, Ken. Anyone who wants to beach him off has to beach me off first. I will beach both of you off at the same time. Beach both oh, of us off. Beach. Nobody's going to beach anyone off. All and right. uh, it was off camera. <laughs> Nobody beaches better than Ken. This is true. Bye, Barbie. Bye, Barbie. Bye, Ken. Bye, Barbie. Bye. Bye, Barbie. Bye, Barbie. Bye, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Oh, hi, Alan. There are no multiples of Alan. He's just Alan. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused about that.